0: Everybody, Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Glad to be back. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you take in my podcast, I appreciate it. Uh, if you're new, welcome. This is my podcast. It's about 20, 30 minutes. I talk about whatever's in my mind, a lot about my son, uh, my own personal journey, thir- uh, journey, things that I'm going through, uh, dis- discovering shit about myself, uh, politics, news, sports, whatever. So, this is the podcast. This is it. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually getting ready here in a, about a month or so, uh, trying to overhaul the look and feel of the podcast. So, uh, so bear with me. It might be a little weird over the next month and a half or so, but I'm in the process of trying to, to do that to make this look cooler, sound cooler, sound better, look better. Uh, I gotta invest in myself more, but uh, man. Uh, a lot's happened um i don't know if i should make two different episodes but i mean do one long one or two separate ones i think i'm going to go separate so i'm a, i'm about to i think this this episode i'll be talking about things that happened two weekends ago when i was in rochester so um well let me first start by saying um uh uh a fellow comic that I knew passed away. It was uh, apparently he, he he took his own life. Uh, it's very very sad. He was a very very talented comic. Uh, I got to work with him about five or six years ago. He was only 23 when he was headlining the the lounge at the at the uh, DC Improv. His name uh, was Jack Knight. He was very very funny man. He was he was just one of those. He was one of the first super young comics that I met that just blew my mind. I was just like, damn, I see why this kid is where he is and uh he was just on a new TV show called The Bust Down he he uh co-wrote uh uh on the Big Mouth and he did a voice for one of the characters which is a very funny cartoon that's on on Netflix um it's just very very sad to see that uh someone so young felt like they um they couldn't take it anymore man it, it's sad for anybody but it's definitely sad when you see young people uh successful people talented people uh, get to that place and it's it's very sad it, it, it was all over the internet uh, he will be missed I'm not gonna act like we were best friends we, we worked together a few times uh, he was always very nice to me um, he was just, he was just cool man he opened my eyes to a lot of different things and I will hit him up from time to time whenever I saw him come out with something you know I would go hey man I watched it I watched this new clip you put out or your new show you got is great And he, he will always hit me back hey man thanks I appreciate it Whenever we he was in D.C., we we would uh, make sure we would connect, and I would come watch him. You know, he would come by and say what's up. Um, yeah, it's just uh, very very sad, and uh, you just never know what your friends are going through. Uh, from the outside looking in, it can look like everyone that 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 person has everything going for themselves, but that doesn't mean that they're happy. Um, so rest up, Jack. And if you know if you ever feel like it's too much, just know that there there's people that love you that care about you. And, uh, that's a, that's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And, uh, if you know me, if, if you can get in contact w- with me over social media or whatever it may be, because you're having these kind of thoughts, I don't care who you are. If I know you're not hit me up, I'm, I'm willing to talk about this kind of stuff. You know, me being prior military, it's uh, that's something that we were trained on quite often you know, to the point where we would just kind of blow it off because they talked about it so much. But it's becoming a very, very prevalent thing in our society. Um, You know, it's just sad to see. You know, if if you're feeling blue, you're feeling down, just talk to somebody. If you can afford to try to get help, I believe, um, nationally, let's see, uh, national crisis line. I think they might have came out with a new... Crisis line in the the state here. Yeah. 988. Suicide and crisis lifeline. Oh, it was was founded in 2005. I don't know why I feel like um, I just saw something in the news about this. Let's see. I don't know why I thought it was. uh... Okay. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline Lifeline Hotline. Jesus Christ is launching a new line. Okay, so 988 is kind of new, I guess. Nationally, I guess it's new. All right, so 988. If you're feeling blue, sad, you want to hurt yourself, 988, everybody. Uh, Rest in peace to Jack Knight. And, um, man, my condolences to his family and and friends. Um, All right. I guess I got to switch it up. But uh, I had to pay homage to my man because, yeah, man, he definitely was a guy I always looked up to and, and wanted to model myself out there as far as like career and, and the type of people he was hanging around. So, uh, that really sucks, man. He was a good dude. Um, so, uh, like I said, this, this episode, I'll be talking about my trip to Rochester and I'm going to jump right in with the milestone. For those who don't know, we have a nine year old son. His name was miles. And I like to talk about the different things that are going that that's going on in his life. Uh, sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's much of nothing. But, um, he had a great time back in Rochester with his uh, family and, and his cousins and stuff. And he's, um, you can tell he's he recognizes his role as the big cousin. Um, he's a lot more patient with the kids. And Miles is really good at like getting in and getting out. It's just us three at the house: two adults and he's nine. Uh, we have a decent sized house, and he he has a lot of space. It's it's fairly quiet here. But when, when he goes back, the kids are everywhere. They're jumping around. They're excited to see him. He's excited to see them. But he does get overwhelmed and he needs to get, you know, some alone time. And he, and he's good at that. He's good at, all right, I'm going to come in here and play with the kids for a while. They're going to jump on me and hit me and all this kind of stuff. Then I'm going to go out. I'm going to play my Switch, play with the iPad, you know, do some other stuff for about half an hour and I'll go back in. So he's he's really good at that. And uh, he's a lot more tolerant and, and patient. Uh, with the kids I, I just think it's the experience of going to school and just maturing a little bit so that's that's good to see um overall man i had a, i had a great time at, in rochester man it, it was a lot of fun um i'm trying to figure out how when i want to start all right so we pulled into town i'll on a saturday we didn't really do much over the weekend uh but tuesday well, that was my first night out with my friends i went over to my buddy Todd Gerson's house. And we recorded a couple of podcasts. It was me, him, um, RJ Purpura. And later that night, uh, I met this dude named good news, which you guys have been introduced to in my previous podcast. That's how we, we linked up and, uh, we've been talking and, and texting each other and encouraging, encouraging each other, you know, sending each other positive messages and, and all that kind of stuff. Ever since we met, man, it was, he's just a really good dude, cool dude. But, um, we had a we had a fun time. And I'll tell you this: there's nothing like hanging out with a group of comics, three or four on a mic doing podcasts, talking shit, just having a good time. And uh, it was just a it was a honest, just a honest night of fun. You know, it was just cracking jokes, running bits, uh, catching up with each other, family stuff, comedy stuff. Uh, we ordered pizza, they had some beers, we smoked a little bit of weed. Uh, we we just have fun, man. We had we had a great time. Uh, Wednesday, I hit up a mic, uh, classic mic, mic. I hadn't been to a mic like this in a long time. Uh, where well, there's absolutely no one there. It's just a bunch of comics tossing ideas up, out there. You know, um, it it was just fun, man, and, and getting to hang around some more of the uh, New York, I mean the New York, the uh, Rochester comics. Uh, and I have to say, man. The comics in Rochester, they make me feel like a bigger deal than I am, and I, I appreciate that. I definitely don't have to do that, man, but they, they make me feel good. They make me feel important. They make me feel like I'm doing some shit, um, and uh, it's cool to go home. The pressure to perform well and, and to kill is always there, but I, I have to start embracing the fact that like, uh, people, uh, comics, my fellow comics are trying to like recognize some things that I've done. And uh, I'm always afraid to toot my own horn, but I've done some cool shit and I have to realize uh, I've done some things that a lot of these guys want to do guys and gals, boys and girls, theys and thems, he's and hers. Uh, (laughs) And I have to recognize that. And and it's, and it's okay to go, Hey, I've done some cool shit. Um, Did a dope photo shoot with a good night while I was there. That was, that was dope. Um, But the night of the show, I was there to headline that, 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 uh, that following Saturday, it was great. Um, it filled up nicely. Uh, I had a great set. Everybody did well. It was, so let me say this. Todd Gerson was supposed to host. He ended up getting the opportunity to do some spots on, um, on, uh, God damn it. Nick Mullen show at the, uh, Baltimore helium, Not Baltimore. I'm sorry, Jesus Buffalo helium. So, I know he felt really bad about that, but I go, Hey man, that's a bigger opportunity than, than opening for me in Rochester. You go ahead and do that. So I got my boy, Chris Hayes to come on the show. He did very well. So it was me, Chris Hayes, um, Sherelle Kinder, AKA Gator, Dario Joseph, Sarah Shipley, and Sean Day. Everyone did great. Um, my family showed up. It it, it, uh, it, it, like I said, it, it, it filled out nicely. I had a great time. I tried a bunch of new stuff. I had uh, I had some fun playing with the crowd. Afterwards, we went to Radio Social. Uh we hang out, we hung out there for a while. Radio Social is like one of those um kind of hip places where they got like uh, bowling, but they also have um dart boards, they got shuffleboard indoors, they got uh, what's that shit called? Um here, what's it called? Food the foosball tables, they got um with the beanbags. It's got a weird name. Cornhole. They got cornhole. And uh, they play kind of weird. Uh, what kind of music is that? It's kind of like this cool kind of like techno hip hip-hop-ish, lo-fi-ish. I don't know how to explain it. But it's a really cool hip place. It's almost like if Ikea opened a um, a bowling alley. The food is good. But it's also one of those places where like, they can't just give you regular condiments. We got the burger and some and some and some wings. Not burger. Why did I say burger? Fries and wings. Fries home cut, double fried. They look great. And the ketchup's got like this weird chili paste uh powder in it and some other stuff. And I'm like, this is cool, but just give me some regular ketchup too. Like that's fine, you want to be fancy, but give me the regular option. And the same thing with the wings. Right, the wings were good, but the blue cheese, I don't need any fancy shit in my fucking blue cheese, man. Just give me some regular shit. Ask me if I want the fancy schmancy uh blue cheese. Okay. I just 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 make it an option. I, I know it's your place, but just, just keep keep just make it an option. Now, what I'm going to say next is gonna piss off a lot of people. A lot of people are going to get very, very mad with me about this. <laughs> so we're all at um, Radio Social, hanging out, having a great time. Like I said, my boy Dario, he comes up to me. He's got a pizza in his hand. He goes, hey, man, you should try this pizza. It looked good. I was hungry. The uh, the pepperoni was kind of curled up ra- around the edges, right? I like a pepperoni when it's kind of curled around the edges. I was like, this is going to be good. He said nothing else about this pizza pizza. It just looked like normal this kind of fancy artisan pizza, but it looked normal. I bite into this pizza and I taste something. I've never tasted on a slice of pizza in my life. I felt confused. I felt wronged. I felt ashamed, but at the same time I was happy. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh my God, this is wrong. I should not be enjoying this. What is going on? People, there was a hot honey drizzle on my pizza And it was fantastic. Now, I'm from New York State. I have a lot of Italian friends. I'm a Sopranos aficionado. Um, And I I like traditional things. And let me tell you, when I was conflicted, I was just like, I can't let people know that I've had this. This is wrong, but it's so good. If you have not had the hot honey drizzle on any pizza, you have to try it. And y'all know me. I'm Mr. Plain Jane. But I have to say, this hot honey, hot, hot honey drizzle was fantastic, okay? The balance between the sweet of the honey and the salty crispiness of the pepperoni, it was to die for. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Do not hate me. But I have to say, honey on pizza is fantastic, Yes, you heard me correctly. Honey on pizza is fantastic. Now, I can't say for all honey, but this hot honey drizzle they put on here was great. I know people are cussing at me right now. I've talked a lot of shit about a lot of things. And for me to come out and say I enjoyed a hot honey drizzle on my pizza is pretty out there. So, if you can no longer listen i I can understand why <laughs> I can understand why uh why you could uh why you could get to that point, but um yeah, <laughs> don't hate me all right um I'm gonna close out on this. I don't even know if I'll be able to do what three and a half minutes on this four and a half minutes because I don't really think there's a need to, but I saw a while back last week. Uh, There was a story about Doja Cat DMing a um, cast member of the Netflix hit show, Stranger Things. Um, I want to say his name was Noah Schnapp. Schnapp. And she was just like, hey, basically, can you uh, can you hook me up with my boy, with your boy on the show? And what he did was he went ahead and screenshotted that and uh, put that online, and a lot of people got upset about it. I'm trying to fi- I'm trying to figure out what his name is. Oh, okay. So the kids, his name is Joseph Quinn. Yeah, okay. So she DM'd this guy named Noah Schnapp or Schnapp, whatever the fuck his name is, Schnapp. Saying, hey, what's up with your boy, Joseph Quinn, who's 17? He put this he put this online and she's like, yo, that shit was whack. That was between us. Why would you do that? And the thing is, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, I don't, I don't want to be one of these dudes that's like, how come women can but my thing is this that shit is weird. He's underage. He's an adult. Now you've now involved this man on you requesting to be hooked up with an underage person. Now he could be looked at as some, I don't, I I can't go as far as to say a trafficker or a groomer, but now he's involved with a grown woman asking about dating someone underage. And for me, the only clear way to, to really clear your name and put it out there that you want nothing to do with this is to put that shit out there in public. This is weird. Now I will say if a, what is doja cat 27 28 years old if there was a 27 28 year old male uh musician that was or anybody for that matter asking about a 17 year old co-worker people would say that person needs to be put on blast and look i'm a drake fan i think it's weird that that motherfucker was talking to the other young lady that's on the show i know hollywood is weird if you're a fan of another celebrity you should probably go to their agent or even their parents and go say hey I would like to collaborate with this person or like I found this person works interesting. Could we all sit down and, and talk about where I see their future going or I want to be involved with them in a, in a project. You got to do some shit like that, man. You got to remember these are kids. I understand you're all celebrities, but that is a child that you're dealing with. That's a kid. And uh, rightfully so. She should have been put on blast. I mean, it could have been a joke. It could have been whatever, but you put that out there, you're you're, you're asking for it. Male, female, they, them. You should not be asking about underage kids. And uh, apparently she has subsequently uh, uh, apologized for going off on this uh, schnapp, this Noah schnapp guy publicly, basically calling him weak and a bitch and all this kind of stuff. I think he did the right thing. I mean, could they have settled that privately? They could have. But I think if we really, if if, if people are going to be serious about all this pedophilia and this and that and inappropriate relationships and, and trying to clean up Hollywood, People need to come clean with this shit. They need to come clean. They need to start telling on people. That that shit's weird. It would not fly, at all, for any male to try to contact or ask about a woman that's underage. I I, I don't think I don't think it's cool, and she should be put on blast. So now, now, am I going to call her a pedophile? I don't, I don't know. I think it's weird. If you're joking around, you don't know that person well enough to be joking around with. And that's really not something you should joke around with, especially if you're going to put that shit, uh, in a, in an electronic message, you shouldn't be doing that shit. It, it's, it's not cool. It, it, it's very weird, but they seem to have squashed it, but I have no problems with that person putting those DMS out, uh, in the public like that. I, I, I just think it's fair. And uh, if we're going to do it for one side, we should be doing it for both sides. It's just because she's a woman, she shouldn't be getting a pass for uh, basically soliciting a minor. It's not cool. So I guess I was able to, to cover it with just enough time. Um, but there that's there's a show. That's a show. If you are new, welcome. Uh, I appreciate everybody supporting the podcast. Um yeah, so this this podcast is not dead. I just need to revamp it. I know a while back I made it seem like I was gonna be, be completely done with it, but uh I'm I'm gonna revamp it. That's that's basically what it is. But if you're not, make sure you guys are following me. Following me on all social media at Chris Allen Comedy. Uh, do I have anything coming up? Let's see. Tomorrow I'll be at the um DC Comedy Lab. Host battle is back. We got three great comics on there. Uh if you're in the DC area, get a ticket. DccomedyLove.com. And you can go to my Instagram. There's a link for the tickets there as well. Uh, Let me take a quick look at the old calendar. Uh, I'm doing a gig in in Fayetteville, August 4th. Don't remember where it is. (laughs) Uh, got a bachelor party to go to uh, in mid-August. Oh, and i got a date move. If you live in St. Louis or if you're in that area, you know anybody there and you like what I do, let them know. August 26th and 27th, I will be at the St. Louis Helium in the garage. That's August 26th and 27th in the garage. Me headlining. It's going to be dope. So, again, if you're in that area, I have friends, family in the area. Tell them to come out and check me out. And with that being said, there's a show. That's the show. I'm out. Peace.